Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is of the Steel Guitar Podcast. One thing that I did forget to mention is that the name of this podcast was recommended to me by a friend who I actually game with online. And essentially, it's a reference of of Mice and Men, which is a, I mean, like it's one of those keystone novels that you remember growing up with and reading in school or whatever. And, uh, yeah, since I'm an English major, I thought it would be a kind of a little Easter egg, essentially, of a name. So, all right, so episode one just got done with, and this is going to be the follow-up episode to that, episode two, Working Title in Progress. Could put that as the title. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was just, just kind of wanted to make, make a podcast of just kind of some artists and some people that I would highly recommend. Right off the Ripski. So, number one, I would say my current favorite artist in the country music genre, and I'm not talking like <laughs> Alan Jackson, people that like hold essentially that country music genre. I'm talking about the ones that are not necessarily well-known. And this one's probably the number one known one. However, there's still people that I know that claim that are country music fans that have never heard of him. And when I introduce them to this artist, um, they're just absolutely just shocked how good he is. I actually just took my friend, uh, Blake, that I referenced in Podcast One, to this man's concert. And he looked at me after the fact and said, man, you weren't lying. This man really knows how to play. And that is Mr. Cody Jinx. So... I would highly recommend any album. He's one of the few people that I can say, hey, I can listen to a full album of this man, and there's not a bad song. Now, Cody would probably disagree and say that he has favorites and non-favorites on each album. However, to me, I can listen to about any album and just be absolutely floored by the layering of the album. And if you're not familiar with layering, layering is how you put an album together. So, like, you put a progressive theme throughout it or just have the songs kind of just have, like, a natural flow to them as you go down the album. The layering on his albums are absolutely insane. They just fit naturally. So you don't just have, like, super upbeat, happy song, number one. And number two is, like, I am depressed. I'm about to, like do some really bad crap man like i'm about to go down heel fast you don't have that you have a progression where either it's really sad and then there's a little upbeat and then sad again and then finish on a high note or like start up high and then end up just like in the dumps which is pretty important to me uh another person that i would highly recommend it's Mr. Ward Davis. Ward Davis is actually mainly a songwriter You would that he would say. Um, he's wrote plenty of songs with Cody, co-wrote songs with Cody. Um, like I'm Not the Devil is one of Cody Jinx's most famous, I guess. If you consider songs ballads, it would be one. Um, it's definitely a great song. And Ward's actually the one that wrote, and I believe he sang it first. If he's not sang it first, he did sing his own version of it, which actually has a piano, which is just mm, it's a nice addition in my opinion. But Ward Davis is an amazing man. He just came out with an EP. Um, it's 
four songs long. Um, the last song, oh my gosh, is it killer? It it hurts your heart. It really does, man. It's uh definitely got me teared up. So um, I will say that this, I I ain't gonna hold back when it comes to uh <laughs> when it comes to emotions and stuff. There's stuff that's really hit me hard. Like you can might be able to tell that I just mentioned that song kind of got me a little bit uh choked up. Um, that's one of the main reasons that I adore the music the way I do. It actually makes me feel. It actually makes me uh, emo- use my emotions because I feel like in a generation of being like, hey, you need to grow up tough and grow up hard. And I'm not saying it's a generational thing. It's more or less just kind of a, a stigma. Is that music helps you release that kind of stuff in the own comfortability of either your home, your car, or whatever you're listening to. It's a way to express those feelings where you're not just bottling them up. So, but yeah, that EP of Wards is absolutely, as the kids say, top tier, and I would highly recommend anybody listening to that. Um, his, uh, Black Cats and Crows album that he came out with is killer. I love every track on that. There's, there's a lot of, uh, it's one of those things where there's a lot of ups and downs in that album. And, and I'm not talking about music wise. I'm just talking about like theme wise and stuff. So, which is pretty much mirrors like real life, which is (laughs) written really well. So I'd recommend the Black Cats and Crows album. It's, uh, very, very good. In regards to Cody, you could listen to literally any album of his. Um, I would recommend Into the Fire. He co-released two albums together, Into the Fire and The Wanting. Both albums are really, really good. But I kind of tend to go to Into the Fire because there is Ain't a Train, which has the most killer fiddle solo. Like, ah! And in live terms he uses guitar solo for that and not Cody necessarily his band the tone deaf hippies but man that that fiddle solo just hits different it really does um William Wanda it's a real tearjerker I'd recommend that as well that's uh, in that album and then uh if I ain't something to you is probably one of my top five favorite Cody Jinx songs and that is saying something because I literally like every song that he's ever wrote that I've ever listened to. And that goes back to the albums that are not even in print. So it's just, whew, that album's an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. Um, so Ward Davis, Mr. Cody Jinx. So that's two of probably my top, especially in like the neo-traditional sense, top five for sure. Cody's one for sure. Um, uh, let's see. So you have like people like Chris Stapleton, right? That I mean, I would just be redundant to not mention him. But that's not somebody I would necessarily needs to be said. You know, like he is mainstream. He's winning these awards. He is the one and true traditional country artists in the new era that everybody flocks to that really everybody seems to really enjoy but like i don't know like people love him to death everybody talks about chris stapleton like my my boy christian that i went to school with went to college with me and him are really tight i'll have him on here one day as well 
And he talks about Stapleton a good amount, and rightfully so. Stapleton's, like, top tier. Like, his songs hit home. He's got that soulful voice. He's got the traditional country feel. Now, I would say that his music has a ton of soul in it. Like, I would say it's like country R&B almost sometimes, which is perfectly fine. But he is, like, if we're talking about, like, the mainstream country music that's coming out now, the pop country or whatever, he is the gate holder. Like, he is at the gate, and he's holding it down of what it is to be traditional country music. Like, that is the one in the current bunch that I will listen to and I have no problem listening to. And then you got people like Eric Church and Luke Combs that are... Now, Luke Combs is kind of iffy sometimes. Bear with me. But they are closer to what it should be country music-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, they... They tend to be more on the right line than the wrong. And then you got, you know, the others. And I won't even name them because you can, all you have to do is turn the radio on and you can tell them. I mean, I'd be also redundant not to say Cody Johnson. He's kind of had a pretty good uh, video run here lately with his newest album, the double album, Human. And that album is absolutely killer. Um... I always I will say that like on Spotify, I have a playlist that's literally called my like my life playlist, and there's songs that I kind of want my life to be or kind of where my life has been at points. And Human is definitely on there along with other few Cody Johnson songs, like A Different Day from A Different Day album. Oh my gosh, man, that's probably the song that I feel like it sums up my life the best. But uh, yeah. Cody Johnson is another great person to uh, listen to, and most people know of him. Um, Muscadine Bloodline, so this is a fun one. I really like them, especially Dispatch to 16th Avenue. That's the one I'm thinking of. That album, and that, that's the cover song as well, that pretty much defines what this podcast is all about. It's the people that are essentially going after what they believe in, they're not going to conform to this Nashville or whatever way, and then boom, they get punted out, and they're out here doing the honky-tonks and the bars trying to grind themselves into being, you know, mainstream, not necessarily, but like trying to just thrive, just trying to be alive in this era, which is not easy, man. It's not easy to be anything right now. It's like... There's so much content when it comes out to anything. Like if you're into gaming and you want to become a like a streamer or you want to become a YouTuber or whatever, you have so much competition. Like so much. And you really have to diversify yourself and really stand out to be able to be, you know, essentially not necessarily a star, but just make it. If that's what you want to do with your life, you have to stand out. And people that can't dedicate, let's say, 20, 30 hours every week because they work 40 hours every week and they don't have the flexibility to be able to be like, hey, I really, 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 really want to learn how to do streaming and making content and stuff like that. They can't do it because they don't have the time. Just like how a lot of people that are actually country artists that want to get by – they can't justify, you know, 
torn all the time because they got a family to support. And if they can't support their family with the tips and stuff they're making at the bars, they're going to have to get themselves not, I ain't going to say a real job because being a country artist in the traditional sense is a job. And you can't tell me otherwise. Like, it's a job. Just like anything else. It's a job. And they may love their job, but there's, I'm sure there's some days where they hate their job. And for essence, there's a Cody Jinx song in the Wanting album. Um, and essentially talks about how he just wants to be left alone. And he's, he's still a person. You may think that he's famous and all the glam and glory and everything. But he just, there's some days he wants to come out and just not act like, hey, I'm a regular person. I just want to be left alone. Like, they're people. Anyways, Muscadine Bloodline's another good one. They actually came to my college and did a live tour with Ashley McBride, which was very, really well done. It was an outside concert right at the, uh, essentially we had a fountain at the school. And, yeah, it was great. And that's how I found them. And I've followed them ever since. And that Dispatch to 16th Avenue album, the layering on it is amazing. At the end of every song, there's like a tune going at the end of the track, and then it blends into the next song. So it feels like just a complete album. Like there's no stoppage, which is crazy to me. That's that's really mind-numbingly amazing to me because they actually thought out, hey, how can we make this whole album just seem like one linear path? And they did such a great job with it. I love it so much. That's one that I go back to. I mean, there's people like Kendall Marvel. I love Aaron Watson. His latest album, One Man, was pretty darn decent. I mean, I could just make a list on list of people. I think the best thing that you can do if you are really, really wanting to figure out people is go to, like, a Cody Jinx and see who he plays with. Because he knows talent. Ward Davis knows talent. The people that open for him are freaking amazing. For example, went to the Cody Jinx concert in Charlotte. And I'm not going to ruin the set or anything because it seems to be that every set seems to be the same. So I'm not really going to try to be like, hey, this song was played. This song was played. This song was played. So I had my first podcasting blooper here. I was uh, just talking away, and I was on Spotify looking at uh, different artists and stuff to make sure I didn't miss anybody. And uh, my dummy talked for, let's see, about 15 minutes about these artists and stuff, and uh, I didn't record any of it. So. <laughs> Oh, man. We, we love laughing at ourselves. If we can't laugh at ourselves, I mean, what can we do of ourselves? But I could just name off multiple artists like Casper McWade. He does the Unraveled album. He did a song with Cody of Don't Follow. It's a cover of Alice in Chains. And that's how I found him. And his song Chasing the Light reminds me of my grandpa. Like, oh my gosh, man. The passing of him was really tough on me, watching him go through the way he did. My grandpa had a really rare lung condition. Essentially, his whole body shut down. 
Um, it wasn't even his lungs that actually killed him, ironically. It was uh, his liver from all the medications that he took over his life. And, yeah, that was an interesting turn of events. Uh, but that song was always hit me deep. Like I said, Erin Vanacourt, not entirely sure if that got recorded or not. She's amazing. She opened with Cody. Charles Godwin was really good. He was also in that bunch uh seneca creek amazing album amazing or it may just be seneca but yeah that album's really really good daryl dodd another guy that i found through cody they did a live album that's no longer in circulation from lukenbach it's it's really good daryl dodd himself's pretty funny he has he's kind of like that humorous guy has a little bit of good tones to it Zach Bryan usually comes up. He's uh, one of those ones that's pretty well known. And, I mean, I, Warren Zeters, another great one. A very soulful voice, does a cover of Simple Man. His acoustic cover album is absolutely amazing. I could not ask for a better album in regards to acoustic covers. He does a Cold 45 cover in that, which is actually kind of interesting. It's done really well. So, man, like I said, I could just go on and on about different artists that I could recommend and different albums and stuff. But the good thing is, I'm not really going to have to do that very much because, hey, I plan on having some of these guys on and talking about their music so you become fans of them. Now, I don't know how the crap that we're going to get to the point we're going to get to it, but I don't know how we're going to make it. That's where you guys are going to have to come in and let me know who y'all support and who y'all want to hear from. And I'm going to do my best. To, I mean, I know I can get somebody on here. I want to be the one there for you to teach you about new albums coming up. But I don't want to have to sit here and tell you what about the whole thing. Like, go through the whole thing and listen to it with you guys, which would be cool. I honestly think the best thrill country music is when someone releases a new album and that first time you listen to it that first time because when you listen to it for the first time you're like okay that's a good song oh my gosh man this song's so relatable it's so good it hits home now that is where the true country music like hits hard like you know when you feel it in your soul you're like that's one thing that I kind of, like, I kind of envious of is, like, people hearing, let's say, Ward Davis for the first time. I've used Cody so much. They hear Black Cats and Crows album, right? Hear it for the first time. You only hear that album for the first time once. And after that, you hear it again. And I'm not saying it loses any appeal or anything as you listen to it. But that first time when you hear it, it's just like it floors you. And that's why I always look forward to a new release from people. Like the Vanacourt coming out on my birthday on July 21st. And I pre-ordered it. I cannot wait to hear that full album. Because that one single that she's released so far, stellar. Cody's new album that's coming out hopefully in August or October. That he told us about the concert. And he showed us the first single that... Probably is going to be the cover song of the album, which is, ah, so that album comes out, I'll be listening to that album for like 
weeks, four to five weeks, plug it into the, the car CD player and let it roll. Just let it keep going. Let it keep going. Only hear an album for the first time once. But even better than that is hearing the artist for the first time. Like like I told you the story about me hearing Cody and him kind of revitalizing my love of country music. You only hear that once. That's it. No other shot, no other chance that you'll ever be like, wow, I just found this new artist and this man's first song I've ever heard. I love it, adore it. I love him. He's going to be one of my favorites. You only get that once. And that's the experience that I want you, for you guys the most. I want to be able to recommend. But like people like that, like Billy Strings, bluegrass artists, like people that are just making this really killer music. Really emotional music. And once, and you're like, that's my guy, that's my dude. And you go to the concert. Like, there's so many firsts when it comes to country music. But that one time when you hear that one song from that one artist you've never heard of, and you hear it, and you're like, I love him. I will follow his career. He's my dude. I will not give up on him. That... Is one of the true pillars of country music to me, which we will talk about hopefully with artists, guests down the road. So, all right. So this is my recommendation. This has been back to back, so I did one and two back to back. So three and four will probably be done back to back on Wednesday. So Sundays are I might be able to record an episode three on Sundays, and I might do a thing where like I'm traveling down the road with you know the boys or whatever, and we're talking about country music. I'm going to do whatever I can to make content for you guys. And I honestly think the first bit that I'm going to make is I'm going to make a essentially dichotomy of Josh Turner's albums. Like listen from the bottom to the top and just talking about it because that's essentially what I'm doing anyways. And I kind of want to talk about it since Turner is like one of the few people that I've been listening to since I was little. And seeing his like arc essentially because i'm all the way up to his 2017 album and honestly a little bit of like the old school lost like the steel guitar and you know it's still pretty good like it's still pretty close compared to others so once i finish up i'll be able to conclude that and give you a accurate summarization of the boy josh turner so i appreciate you guys listening as always i'll leave the socials the email Please let me know what you guys are looking for, what y'all want to hear from, and maybe a couple guests that you would want to recommend, especially if you uh, like country music. But I will talk to you guys in the future. Please stay safe. Keep listening to that good old soulful country music. Peace out.